Good morning and welcome to NFTs Live. I'm your host, Tyler D. It is Friday, October 15th, a sunny and cool 60 degree day in Chicago. The crypto markets are surging right now. Bitcoin passing 60K. We've got ETH breaking 3,800 as it marches towards 4,000. It's booming. The NFT markets, a bit of a different story, but we'll cover that on today's show along with some huge news stories from this week. So we're going to start with the Coinbase NFT marketplace announcement and what that means for the ecosystem. We're going to talk this breaking ferocious news from the Sotheby's auction results. We're going to talk about OpenSea's mobile app, FlowFest's NBA Top Shot Impact. Then we're going to hit the IC board, talk about the market, go around the horn a bit on one of ones, blue chip PFPs and art blocks. And then we're going to close with some upcoming drops. But first, a word from our sponsor, IC.Tools. As a beginner in NFTs, it can be very difficult to know where to start looking. There are millions of NFTs out there and literally an open sea of JPEGs. I know I was overwhelmed at first and didn't know where to start. This is where IC.Tools comes in. IC.Tools is essentially an NFT data aggregator that pulls data across NFT marketplace activity and produces visualizations and analytic dashboards in a very user-friendly format to help its users gain an understanding of what to be watching and paying attention to on any given day. Their primary features are trending, discovery, address and collections watch, as well as alerts. Trending is where you can see which projects have the highest sales volume in intervals as short as the past 15 minutes, the daily, or even a three-day view you can quickly see where the money is flowing at any given time. I use this information to see both the macro views of which projects are dominating the market on that three-day view, as well as the more micro view on the 15 minutes and hourly to see which projects are catching steam and see if I want to jump in or not. I typically have this trending page open all day, every day when I'm trading. Discovery is a similar view as trending, but related to projects that are actively minting. So in that very initial sales phase on primary before they get to secondary. As folks may have found out, a lot of NFT projects do stealth drops. This dashboard allows you to find projects which are minting and how fast they're minting and who's buying them that may not have been on your radar. Then we've got the address or wallet watch, which may be the most powerful feature in the product. This is where you can track wallets like whales or the sharpest traders to see what they're buying and selling. You can also follow a curated list of projects in the favorite collections tab, where you can select the series of projects to watch. I use this information arguably the most in my day-to-day tracking to inform a majority of my trade decisions. Understanding what the sharps are doing is integral to success in NFT trading. And having a curated list of projects to follow allows you to filter out the noise and just track the products you care about. And then just recently, they rolled out alerts where you can set up wall alerts and Discord alerts to get notified when certain individuals are acting or trading. So go over to ic.tools to check it out and start finding your own NFT alpha. They have a free version which provides the trending and discovery info and then the premium version at 0.03 ETH per month, which unlocks the address book, favorite collections and alerts. All right, well, thanks to our sponsor IC. With that, let's get into our top news for today, Coinbase NFTs. Coinbase announced they are going to roll out an NFT marketplace and allow folks to start joining their waitlist. 
absolutely a huge, huge story here. Uh, I'm going to read a, a brief blurb from their blog post. They're announcing Coinbase NFT, a peer-to-peer -peer marketplace that will make minting, purchasing, showcasing, and discovering NFTs easier than ever. Just as Coinbase helped millions of people access Bitcoin for the first time in an easy and trusted way, we want to do the same for NFTs. And then they go on to say that they're focused on building user-friendly interfaces to make buying and selling NFTs easier. There's so much to unpack here. I, I think several of us who bought crypto for the first time through Coinbase can identify with how much easier the process can be having trust in the security of a major player like this. I know that's where I bought crypto for the first time. Um, so I can definitely see the use case here for users who want to purchase NFTs on Coinbase, you know, being a more secure and easier to use system, perhaps than some of our, our, our existing infrastructure right now. Um, we're already seeing that, right? We've already 2 million people have signed up for the Coinbase NFT marketplace. Um, and on Monday's show, I was talking about the OpenSea user base and how it crept up to about 550,000 total users. Coinbase, in two days since the announcement, has already reached 2 million, so four times that. Um, and of course, there's already talk that, you know, th there are some fake people on the wait list, that people are using bots to help, you know, get referrals to move themselves up the wait list and whatnot, and, and sure that's the case. But at the big picture, we're going to onboard a whole lot of new users into NFTs through this Coinbase NFT marketplace. Um, they announced they're going to start on the Ethereum blockchain and then eventually roll out other chains as well, like Solana, Avalanche, those types, Polygon. Um, <clears throat> I think there's so many impacts to this announcement. We're just really starting to scratch the surface. There's already been a ton of speculation. What does this mean for gas prices with all these new users? Is gas going to surge, potentially impacting volume on Ethereum? You know, what, what types of NFT projects are, is this new user base going to go after? Is it low end? Is it high end? You know, my view, I think it's all impacted and all impacted for the good. Um, I think we are essentially going to unlock a new set of users for NFTs across a spectrum. Um, some are going to buy at the high end, probably more are going to buy at the low end of the market. But even buying at the low end still impacts high end NFTs and blue chips because some of the big buyers, traders, whales are still going to play on those smaller end NFTs. You know, they're going to flip, trade against the NFT, against the new Coinbase users, right? And they're going to rotate those profits back into the higher end blue chip NFTs. So I'm very, very bullish on this news. You know, we'll see at the end how many new unique users are actually brought into this. But, you know, it's been a common phrase in the NFT world lately. You know, we're early. More people are coming. This is our first real concrete example of a brand new user base being brought in. So definitely very, very bullish on this announcement. Our second story for today, breaking news out of the Sotheby's auction in London. Crypto artist Fawocious has a huge, huge sale today at the auction. The piece is called Nice to Meet You, I'm Misunderstood. Showing it here on the screen, it went for 2.07 pounds, $2.8 million USD, around 750 ETH. 
The piece is, a, it was a physical piece, but also accompanied by an NFT. I believe this is a top five sale for what we'll call a crypto or NFT friendly artist. Um, I went ahead and, and looked at the super rare all-time board this morning. I know super rare is different than soft base and other auction sites, but just to get some semblance of perspective on this. And I believe this would be the second highest sale if it had been conducted on super rare. Um, so we see X copy had the $3.8 million secondary sale and that's his, his highest. Um, X copies had a few, right? 1300 ETH, 1000 ETH. Beeple's here at 2.4 million in second all time in secondary. The at 750 ETH, 2.8 million is right up there. Um, so just a <clears throat> tremendous sale. I think we're going to see a lot of Fawocious pieces being swept up for what's already out there uh, on Super Rare. Uh, just really congrats to Fawocious on a tremendous sale. All right, let's move to our third story. OpenSea uh, has updated their mobile app. So they actually had already released a mobile app um, just this week. They rolled out some enhancements to the app. I will say I, I downloaded it and started using it for the first time here just this week. The, the user interface is quite good uh, compared to other mobile products. Um, you know, like I use the web version on Chrome of just OpenSea or anyone who's tried to use MetaMask and, and browse OpenSea from there knows it's just a, it's a pretty horrific um, user experience. So browsing, finding projects is certainly a lot easier and better on the app, but one, one key feature is missing. They don't have buying and selling on the app yet. So you can simply use the app for browsing. If you wanna make purchases, you have to go to the web, you have to go to MetaMask uh, or use desktop. So we're still missing that piece, OpenSea. So we'll be very happy when you can actually buy and sell from this app. Hopefully that is coming. Then our fourth and final news story for this morning, uh, an announcement from Roham related to FlowFest. So he made this announcement last night. Mystery packs containing NFTs from dozens of projects on the Flow blockchain, now including NBA Top Shot, revealing starting now tonight. Um, so essentially, <clears throat> the Flow blockchain, they have these mystery boxes. It's going to contain different NFTs from different projects on the Flow blockchain. Top shots now included, do the math, put two and two together. What does that mean? I think it means that top shot moments are officially going to be on the flow blockchain now. Um, it's been theoretical, conceptual. It hasn't really been uh, put into place yet, but now I think this is the, the formal announcement here. Um, so big news. Hopefully it makes sending, transacting, trading, moving moments around a bit easier. Um, and perhaps you can do it outside of just the NBA Top Shot uh, website. So big news, a lot to come from Flow Blockchain. Certainly uh, excited for what, what's to come and new projects to drop, and hopefully that sturdy exchange um, hoodlum marketplace to open soon, as I know several of us are, are watching that. All right, well, that's our top news. Let's go ahead and jump into our market update take a look at the trending collections across the past three days. I'm going to start with Mechaverse. Mechaverse doing 12K ETH over the last three days. Huge volume, but it's been 
a disappointing week for the Mechaverse community. Um, it went, the floor went as high as seven or eight pre-reveal talked about on the show on Monday. I was surprised. I couldn't believe it had held up that high. It's since collapsed uh, down to about a, a 2.8 floor when I checked this morning. Um, so folks who are buying pre-reveal are down 50 to 75%. Hate to see that. There's tons of FUD or bad news coming out about the, the metadata, metadata being released early, you know, folks being able to snipe the more rare Mechaverse pieces early, having had access to the data. There's even some rumors that some of the devs and folks tied into the project team were actually trying to snipe some of the rares uh, pre-reveal, um, which is just you know, horrible, horrible news, especially considering all the money that the, the project team brought in here on the primary and secondary sales that we've already seen. Um, but, you know, we've, we continue to see a lot of volume. Uh, it's the number one turning project it has been for, for days now. Um, we've seen some high-end sales, 30, 50 ETH on the high-end. Um, so certainly there is a group of users who appreciate the Mechaverse project. Um, I am personally a bit bearish, and I think we're going to continue to see that floor drop uh, as we go forward. Going down the board, Kaiju Kings here. In second with 5,000 ETH traded, they just dropped yesterday. They dropped last night. Uh, they had a really cool minting structure. Um, so they, they caught some attention. Um, it was a supply of 3333, uh, so less than your standard 10K. Um, <clears throat> they, they wanted to avoid a gas war. So they implemented this structure where you had to solve a puzzle to be able to mint. Um, users were able to do this. It seemed like it was a very difficult puzzle to solve. So the product ended up minting out without a gas war, uh, which is great for the minters. It immediately surged on secondary overnight and into this morning. Uh, we saw it go as high as 4.6 here. Um, the idea behind the Gaiju Kings, and we can go ahead and take a look at, at their page here. You know, it's pixelated. It's similar to the Cyberkongs, uh, wherein these Gaiju King, I'll call them Genesis NFTs, will accumulate tokens tied to the project, which you can then use down the line to be able to mint and incubate um, the Kaiju babies. I don't know the official term for them, but they're going to release another 6,666 NFTs in this collection, which you'll need those tokens to generate. So very similar to the Cyber Kongs Genesis and the Baby Kongs. And as folks know, Cyber Kong is one of the highest floors in NFTs. Um, certainly a, a massive backing behind this project, seeing it go this rapidly to above a four. I would tread carefully. I, I like the idea here. I congratulate them on an awesome drop. But anytime I see you know, a 0.06, 0.08 mint go to four ETH in less than 24 hours, that's a rapid run up. Folks are going to take profits. Be careful if you're buying in here at this entry price. Let's run through a few others. Uh, the Metasaurs by Dr. DMT. They've already done about 3K ETH sitting around. Um, 0.66 floor, I think I saw this morning, still in pre-sale. It's a project tied to Board Ape Yacht Club, so a, a built-in community there. Seems to be doing pretty well. We've got the Mutant Cats still on the board, having done about 2,500 ETH here this week in the last three days. 
we saw the mutant cats floor surge all the way to about three on their staking news. I think 60 to 70% of the mutant cat NFT population had been tied up in the staking. Uh, but I believe that you actually couldn't unstake those and then list them right away, um, which isn't great. It's a little bit of an artificial supply crunch there when having a mechanism like that. Um, additionally, we've seen some collapses in the passive income NFT space this week. Stack Toads had a, had a horrific week that their token crashed. Um, I think that's impacting kind of the, the overall passive income ecosystem a bit. We've seen the mutant cats floor drop back to about 1.6, but still fairly high. Um, we'll see how that continues to, to tread. Then we've got the Eponym. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. This morning, I checked, I think it was in the 0.6 range for the floor. It had surged as high as about 1.3 since retraced. Um, again, this is the AI-generated art. Um, and the last, I'll touch on Shiboshi's. The volume number here isn't accurate. I, I think just a, a, a quick bug in the, in the IC tool here. Um, they've done about 1,500 E, so they should be about, you know, they'd still be a top 10 collection here. Um, I, I took a look at them for the first time here this morning. Yeah, we see about 1,600 ETH traded on the Shiboshis. It's, it's the pixelated Shibu dog image. Um, for those who are familiar with the Shiba coin in the cryptocurrency community, you know, it's, there's the Dogecoin, there's Shiba coin. It's made a whole lot of people a ton of money. It's got a rabid community behind it. It appears that that community uh, very well may be tied in to this Shiboshi NFT as well. Um, I don't know a whole lot else about it. Um, I'm not diving into it right now, but at the same time, I'm not going to fade it. I, I've seen what that community has done to the, to the Shiba coin. Um, so they certainly could do it here as well. The last thing I'll, I'll touch on uh, is IC tools themselves. Um, so they were actually trending on the minting board last night uh, as they announced that they are doing and they did an NFT drop to their early adopters. Uh, so essentially what it is, uh, it's a generative art membership card for the 1700 folks who signed up uh, early for the IC.tools platform because they're the early adopters. It's essentially a lifetime access to the premium features of IC tools. Uh, where you get all the premium features as well as a private Discord channel. Uh, the way the NFT works is you can buy and sell it and transfer the membership. So if I've got the, uh, the early adopter NFT, I can transfer it to a friend who wants the, the premium features by buying and selling the NFT. Um, I think this is a really cool idea. I think we'll see more and more products do this with this membership type NFT. Certainly we've seen a few do it already, um, but tying the premium features to the NFT that can then be buy and sold, I think is a really great idea. And kudos to the IC team for, for being forward thinking and implementing this. And it was really fun to see them turning on the minting board last night. All right, that is our market update. I wanna to go to one of Wonderland a bit just for a quick update. So of course, Velocious stole the headlines. We covered them in top news. Anonymous. <clears throat> He's the second lead-in headline again here for today's show. He bought uh, another Searlight piece, Neon Village, this time for 100 ETH, a new all-time high. 
for Searlight. Uh, he published a, a few of his thoughts on, on Twitter, which I thought were <clears throat> interesting and one to relate to any listeners here. So Anonymous very closely follows the one-on-one market and, and the top and elite artists. He'd been following this piece. He saw it had been listed at 150 ETH. Apparently he had been making plans to maybe make a play on it at 150. Then I believe it was Wednesday morning, he saw the piece drop to 100 ETH and then decided that he needed to act um, instantly, essentially. So apparently he didn't have the, the full amount liquid, had to, li- had to sell a few things, pulled together the 100 ETH and then market bought it within uh, an hour or so of seeing it listed. And <clears throat> I think there's a really good lesson, a few lessons in there. One, keeping liquidity for opportunities like this so that you can move very quickly. Um, and then just generally when you have conviction in an artist or in an NFT project and you see what seems like a really good deal or good value, acting quickly, right? You never know when someone's going to snipe or come in and, and buy something. Similar for Anonymous, he thought the piece wasn't going to last a day. So he acted quickly. He grabbed it. Now, you know, I think he can feel great about this piece. And certainly all indications are that this is going to see a very nice return. So congrats to Anon, another great buy. Elsewhere in one of one world, uh, we continue to see some really high <clears throat> ETH price sales here. Three friends from Dan Guiz sold for 60 ETH this week, absorbed by Archinair for 50 ETH, Immortalis by David Ariu for 40. I know I'm probably butchering these artist names here. Bear with me. Um, we saw Pseudo Rack by Aaron B's sell to Starry Night Cap for 28, which has been actually a, a few uh, quiet days here relatively for the Starry Night Cap team. Uh, and then Cypher Core by NeuroColor going to Bat Soup Yum for 14 ETH here in the last day or so. Um, in summary, the big players continue to move on one of ones. We're seeing all-time highs for artists being set on a daily and weekly basis. Um, the, the land grab is absolutely in full swing, and that market is doing quite well right now, um, which is certainly a contrast to what we're seeing in blue chip PFPs and the art blocks world. So let's go ahead and jump into our blue chip PFPs update for today. We'll start with CryptoPunks. Go ahead and pull up the, the punks board and their sales page. It's crazy. It feels like it's been such a quiet week in the punks world. But when I pulled up the board, you know, we've, we've still seen 30 sales since our last show in the last three days. Um, the, the floor has held steady. It's sitting at 106 for the female punks and 108 for the male punks this morning. Um, so it's certainly holding up. You can see most of the sales here uh, in the last day or so have been right at the floor. Uh, we did see the 3D glasses for 225 move a couple of days ago. And yeah, that's, that's really been the highlight. But it, it's, it's funny to see <clears throat> 30 sales and call it a quiet week when you know, the, the price to entry is $400,000. So things are still doing fine in Punk's world. Let's talk about board apes for a bit. Uh, the floor is at 37 and holding pretty steady and strong. We've seen a steady stream of sales, 10 to 20 per day. But the highlight, Machi Big Brother buying 
this super clean cyborg robot ape for 425 ETH here um, just a day, day or two ago here. <clears throat> it was the sixth highest uh, BAYC sale to date. Uh, 769 for the trippy has still been the number one. Uh, we've seen a couple sales in the 700s, a 600, a few in the 500s, and then this sale at, at 425. Uh, so high ends, Bored Apes still doing really well. Um, <clears throat> congrats to Machi on a, on a really nice pickup. I know he's one of the, the biggest collectors uh, in the BAYC community. Other than that, it's been quiet. We've seen some bleeding. Cool cats have retraced a bit. The, the floor has since gone to about 8.6 mid eights here on much lower volume here this week. The cryptodes, it's been up and down. They saw as low as six. They went all the way back up to nine here this morning, back in the mid sixes. You know, we had the chodes reveal. The chodes have since dumped a bit uh, on the reveal. I think they've gone down to about 0.1 or so. Uh, we had an arcade game, Toads Runners, drop yesterday that all the, the Toads owners and arcade NFT owners were able to mint. That did mint out a set of about 3,000 in less than an hour. And we saw some decent sales on the secondary. I didn't check the floor for that this morning. And then the, the big news for today is the Crypto Flies project. Um, <clears throat> the first, you know, I'd say big name derivative coming to the Toads ecosystem is dropping later today. <clears throat> it is free to mint for all Cryptoads owners on a one-to-one -one basis. So you, if you own five Toads, you can mint five Crypto Flies. Uh, the product looks pretty cool. They're using some of the Toads traits, but they're also bringing in some new traits, uh, what they're calling legendary. They've even got an X-Copy Fly. Uh, I'm really interested to see how the market reacts to this. Uh, I think it's the first real true test for the Toads utility. Uh, and what type of income can be generated for some of these derivative projects. So we'll be watching that one really closely. <clears throat> you know, overall what's happening, I'm seeing a lot of questions, are NFTs dead or some of these PFPs dead? Um, I think it's a combination of a few things. One, people are chasing the shiny new objects, right? We continue to see new drops daily and weekly. Mechaverse certainly sucked a, a ton of, of ETH attention. Um, from the ecosystem. Now we've got the Kaiju drop uh, that's it's already seen 5K ETH in less than 24 hours. So that's certainly uh, impacting some of the other blue chip PFPs a bit. And then as always, whenever ETH surges, we typically see slowdown in the NFT market. Um, we've seen it before. My advice is zoom out. Um, you know, we see some short-term pain, but Ultimately, the blue chips have outperformed ETH uh, consistently over time. I don't think that trend is going to stop anytime soon. We've seen this before. I'm not worried. I don't think the listeners out there should be either with respect to some of these really cemented and, and blue chip PFP projects. Let's talk about art blocks. Um, not a whole lot of news, but I think the biggest piece is they did release a, a new website. Um, so previously, it was the Artblocks beta site. They went ahead and pushed it forward. It is now their primary site. Um, as, as folks interact with it, I think it is a, definitely a UI upgrade over the previous site. Um, admittedly, I haven't interacted with it a ton just yet, but some of the features that I like is you can more easily browse the project collections. 
directly from you know the project pages. You can even do that from some of the drop downs. Um, you can actually see which projects are live minting, and you can browse them, browse those sets live uh, from the main page. So that's certainly nice. Um, nice to see a, a little bit of upgrade, seeing some of the uh, the efforts from the the growing dev team over at Artblocks. Other than that, <clears throat> curated world, it's, it's been slow. You know, we continue to see some gradual retracing. Um, at the high end, we did see some Fidenza action this week. We saw sales at 150, 180, 190. Uh, so the high end is still holding up and, and doing just fine. You know, in more of the mid range, we saw sculptures catching some attention here this week, decent sales volume. We saw squiggles, and then trust sets most recently moving a bit in the last 24 hours or so. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the high end ringers, Fidenza is holding out okay. The rest of the board and curated still bleeding a bit. We see some gradual retracing. Uh, <clears throat> interested to see when that when that may stop, and ultimately maybe it's the the Coinbase users who are coming that are the you know maybe the next trigger for the, the next big wave of, of art blocks buyers. But certainly we'll see. Uh, other than that, there's been no curated drops this week. That could be something else, kind of taking away from some of the attention on art blocks. Uh, we, we have seen several factory drops this week. One yesterday uh, sold out in, in just a, a few hours. Some have been remaining open for days now, which has been nice to see. And again, a bit of a healthy reset. All right, well, that takes us through art blocks. Let's go ahead and hit uh, daily drops. So the, the big name drop here for today is Hideki Tsukamoto. He is the artist behind Singularity. Uh, and Artblocks curated. He since started launching projects on his own platform. So Cypher was his second project, uh, which he launched on his own platform. And today he is launching his third project. It's called Fusion. It's actually a part of the Singularity series. Uh, it is part two. So it's tied into the, the Singularity piece. Um, what I really like about Hideki's drops is he does uh, a really nice Dutch auction format that starts really high. It starts at 32 ETH, um, and then it reduces um, price um, for, for blocks uh, on the blockchain that, that move through. Um, so as we can see, this, this actually dropped around 10 a.m. Central today at 32 ETH. It's already down to 12.25, and you can see the next price per the token is going to drop to 12 here uh, in just a few blocks. Um, <clears throat> This is going to continue to drop over time. Um, typically what we see is a very smooth buying experience. Folks can choose to buy at the price point that they're comfortable with and it typically avoids gas wars. So I'll be watching this one closely. I've got some ETH ready to act if this gets to the right price. I'm looking to buy hopefully below two ETH here today. Uh, if it goes much above that, I'm probably gonna sit out and watch how it goes on secondary. Other than that, the other big announcement is actually happening uh, along with the show at 11 Central Ariz uh, making a big announcement for his next project. Uh, Ariz is the artist behind the Emergence series for Emergence, Pulse Squares, and Avid Lines and the Generative Art Set, uh, one of the biggest names outside of Art Blocks. Uh, he's partnering with Flamingo Dow for this one. Um, so really excited to, to hear more about this one and we'll certainly break, break this one down on Monday's show. 
and maybe highlight more of the Emergence and Pulse Squares and Avid Lines series that we really haven't talked about too much on this show so far. All right, well, that's our show for today. Definitely a quicker one. Um, thanks to our friends at IC Tools for sponsoring the show. Again, if you're looking to get started in NFT trading, you need the right data at your fingertips, IC Tools is a great place to start. Head over to ic.tools to check out the product and use the free version to see which products are trending the home for NFT Alpha. To our listeners, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next Monday at 11 a.m. Central. Till then, stay safe in those NFT streets. Goodbye.